You're listening to The Wally Show podcast. You can hear the live version every weekday morning through the Way FM app or following along with us at wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advantage save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. Stories served with a side of Southern sass. You're breaking my hair. I mean, charm. Here's Betty Rock. When you make a purchase and choose at home delivery, you assume that the company will do as they say and deliver that item to the location you choose in your house. But that's not the way it played out for homeowner Luke Anzel. He and his wife ordered a sofa from an online retailer who promised in home delivery the following week. Well, like they promised, two delivery men showed up as expected with the couch. So far, so great. And Mr. Ansel directs them to the stairway because he would like the couch upstairs on the second floor. The men look it over and decide, yeah, the sofa can fit up that slender stairway. We can make it happen. Uh, But are soon corrected when they get the sofa stuck (laughs) midway. So eventually, the two men give up. Well, you can't do that. They give up. They leave the couch on the stairs, telling Mr. Ansel they ran out of time and they need to get to their next delivery. I would like to know how old these two guys are, because a boomer is not going to do that. A boomer would have uh, (laughs) rigged up a uh, pulley system, would have cut a hole in a wall, would have got that couch delivered. This had to be younger guys. Well, it may have been. I'm not sure. But to take it even one step further, so the couch is stuck on the stairwell. They ask Mr. Ansel to sign a note saying that the couch was delivered. Absolutely no. not. No, it was not. No, I'm not I'm not signing this note. If it's not in the home, yeah, it's right. not delivered. Yeah, one billion percent I'm not signing that note. Right. So once they left, Mr. Ansel saw the huge hole they had punched in the drywall. Nice. And the many long black scuff marks oh. left all along his wall while trying to lift the couch. Mr. Ansel immediately contacted customer service, telling them what happened and provided photos. The company did apologize, saying that is not how they treat their customers. Okay, that's good. And that they would rectify the situation by covering the cost of the home damage done, as well as ordering and delivering a brand new couch. Okay, so it went really badly, but the company actually did the right thing, which is very unusual. You know, they they probably were like, well, you signed the paper, and how do we know you didn't get it stuck there? Right, right. They also claim that from now on, they're going to require that their delivery men wear body-worn cameras. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's just going to get in the way of that's where. I'm, but, it, I mean, that's the sad part of where we've gotten to in our society is we can't just interact anymore. You have to have video proof of everything that goes right. on because, sadly, people are, are knuckleheads. Yeah. Like, and they do things that you cannot even fathom, like leaving a couch suspended in a stairwell. Exactly. What's going to be interesting, though, to see is if that company when they deliver, deliver in yeah. quotation marks, um, the brand new couch, will Mr. Ains will be like, you know what? Let's just put the couch on the bottom floor. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's just keep it on the on the bottom. And I hope they send stop. the same two guys out to deliver <laughs> it. Awkward. <laughs> Uplifting, Way FM. This is The Wally Show. We're going to do a little best worst joke here. And this is where you can win a prize, but you have a job to do. You're going to have to earn it. We're going to tell jokes, and uh, then you're going to tell us who had the best worst joke. Now, if somebody can steal the other person's punchline, their joke is eliminated from the competition. And that brings us to the next part. You then have to tell us a joke, and if we cannot steal your punchline, you will win a prize. But if we steal it, no prize for you. Okay, you see how that works? (laughs) No prize for you. No prize for you. Uh, Let's start with Gavin today on best worst joke. Gavin. All All right, this was sent to me by James. A Bible related oh, joke. Okay, nice. Where was King David's temple located? On his head. Did oh, I get it right? By his ear. Ah, yeah! Yeah, you I deserve that. It. Your temple is right here on your fore- on your head. Oh. But we're thinking of the actual temple. Yeah, oh. yeah. I got got. For okay, that. that one's out because it wasn't that good anyway. Wow. Uh, wow. You go, Mr. Confidence. Thank you. Uh, so, okay. Uh, we're going to all steal each other's jokes. I hope so. Bit over. Uh, why did the chicken go to the gym? Oh, man. To work on his pecs. 
Uh, I was thinking in the world of like thighs or something. But, oh, that'd be good. But pecs makes a lot more sense. Yeah, pecs is good. Nice. Okay, uh, so that one's still in, and it's a pretty good one from Scott. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Betty Rock. Yeah. Uh, why are peppers the best at archery? Because you have an arrow. You have to have an arrow. <laughs> yes! I'm on fire! That was my favorite show. You're supposed to say because they have an arrow. Yes. Oh, man, I got two for two today. Good job. Okay, so I that guess. means that instantly I won uh, with my instantly amazing I joke. Won with um, amazing so joke. now you don't even have to do the first part of this. You don't. This I don't think this has ever happened before. You don't have to uh, sit in judgment, but now you do have to tell us a joke, and if I I cannot steal your punchline. You will win a prize. Eight five five thirty three way FM. But be be warned. I am in a comedic mindset today for sure. Eight five five thirty three way FM. Let's go. What do you got? All right. How do you count cows? Oh, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. What is it? I got him with a calculator. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. What? <laughs> Oh my goodness, that joke book I bought over the weekend has really paid off for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to get so many friends. I am so sorry. Yeah, that is true. The person that steals your punchline is super annoying. Yes. <laughs> but it feels so good when you do it. Corey, I am so sorry. To make it up to you, I'm going to give you a joke uh, that you can take with you today. And we'll also give you a lovely parting gift. But you can take this joke and use it today and get somebody with it. Uh, why did the chicken cross the road, Betty? Why? To go see the idiot. Knock, knock. Who's there? The chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah, a little bonus round there for you. All right, Corey. Well, thanks for being on the show with us today, man. Thank you. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. Now, we just finished Best Worst Joke, so the game is over. But Gavin tells me that there's this kid, Cole, uh, that really, really, really wants to tell us a joke. And you know what? Who, who couldn't use a little extra laughter today? I hope it's good. It, is it good, Gavin? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, well, it better be. I'm holding you accountable. All right, Cole, you made it on the show, buddy. Give us your joke. There's a king, and he's staring at three glasses of water. The first one is full. The second one is half full. And the third one is empty. What's the king's name? King with three glasses. Usually they say you're the king and you've got three glasses in front of you and it's your the name, but that didn't happen. Oh, come on. I don't know, Cole. You stumped me, man. What is it? King Philip III. <laughs> that is so good, man. Cole, that is so good. That I've never heard that before. King Philip III. Nicely done, man. All right. Thank you. Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends your family or what have you and you can earn accredited degrees from colorado christian without ever setting foot on campus so there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school if it's something you really want to do you can do it and all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash wally to learn more and the other really important thing is that colorado christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart so check it out ccu.edu slash wally If it's important to your family... We have something very exciting to tell you that you have never heard before. Then it matters to us on The Wally Show. So there was a study that asked parents, like, what is their number one concern for their kids? What do you think came in at number one, Betty Rock? Their number one concern, uh, that they'll uh, have confidence. Okay. Gavin? The number one concern they have for their kids? Yeah. Yeah. That they'll, like, get bullied, Okay, bullied was on the list, but it was not number one. It actually is... Uh, mental health concerns over anxiety and depression Hmm. and I get it because honestly man it seems like our kids are frail today Uh, and I'm making a generalization obviously Um, but I think we as parents are partly to blame in that because and I can speak to this firsthand from having a child that grew up as a uh, millennial and is super in tune with her mental health 
I think too much so personally and like so when she was growing up she knew all the words to say because all of her friends were talking this way adults were talking to them this way and putting these things in their heads and you get to these points with your kids that you don't want to make things worse for them and as you're trying to guide them and direct them I had I distinctly remember conversations with her where I'm like I can't tell her truth right now because she's not in the right headspace to deal with this, mm. you know? And it's really, it's, it's hard, it's frustrating, it's mm-hmm. scary, you know? And so I, I kind of know that other people balance this out. And, and sometimes, and I erred on the side of caution. Because I didn't ever want to look back and go, man, I pushed her too hard. I tough loved her in the wrong time. And it led to something really bad. Right. Like built a bridge between you two. Right. Yeah. And so that's the problem. Like in doing so, I think I made her more frail. You Mm -hmm. know, I think I'm part of that problem. Uh, But there was a post uh, for uh, Lifeway Women that gave some tips on kind of how to address this. If you're dealing with this in your life with your kids, maybe this will help you out. Um... It said, like, you know, anxious kids underestimate their own ability to handle adversity. So make sure you uh, reinstate in them and instill in them the fact that they can do hard things. They do have the strength to do hard things and talk about the challenges they faced and overcome before those patterns like you had you did this and you didn't like it it was tough but you made it past that you know mm-hmm. and so that's one thing uh take baby steps do it you know one at a time be comfortable in the discomfort uh but uh, you know celebrate the small wins inside mm-hmm. of this and um i think this was the big one to me was avoid the urge to accommodate and that's what i did i accommodated you know her i'm just not in a good headspace right now okay i guess i can't have this conversation about truth with you but they're saying look don't do that don't remove all the hurdles that lead to growth because we we try to, we don't we don't want to hurt our kids and so we in it inadvertently do them a disservice by removing the hurdles and and trying to make it easy and have their lives be perfectly safe and comfortable but it's in that adversity that you grow and that you learn how to handle the difficult things in life. Yeah, I think ultimately what it comes down to is parenting is just hard. It is. It's one of the hardest callings you'll ever have on your life. And I will say this, that parenting got harder for me as my daughter became older and in college Mm -hmm. and an adult. She was easy as a kid. Mm -hmm. And then the hard, real conversations had to take place later on in life. And I was willing to have them, you know. (laughs) And and so I think that the key, though, too, is for if, if you're like a Gen Xer like myself, learning how to balance out tough love and compassion yes and when to have each that's the trickiest part to navigate mm-hmm. but it's it's an important balance to find so maybe if you find yourself in that place today this kind of can help you out with your family uplifting way fm this is the wally show if you've been in any kind of a relationship you can all of a sudden find yourself in a fight and be well how did we get here that was fast uh (laughs) that's what happened to me and we do a segment called and that's when the fight started because sometimes it starts with something just inadvertently that was said maybe not thinking a moment of weakness maybe it was a tone of voice or Mm. maybe it was something that was said without thinking that could come across as bad that happened to me recently okay so that doesn't surprise me i know and it's always me like that's the thing i'm starting to figure this out doesn't surprise me so my my wife and I had gone shopping, and I was looking for, like, some new joggers, like jogger pants, you know. Uh, we got some travel coming up, wanted something comfortable on the plane kind of thing. And so I got these joggers, and, uh, and, and she goes, oh, those are really nice. I like those. And I go, yeah, I'm pretty happy with them. She goes, I want to try them on. And without thinking, and under my breath, I said, Wait. don't stretch him out. Oh, <laughs> Look at Betty's face. You deserve everything that came <laughs> after you. Yeah, and that's when the fight started. You know, it's like... Because I go, well, here's, and here's, here's actually what happened. She goes, she goes, I want to try them on. And I go, I go, no, don't stretch them out. And, and she goes, I'm sorry, what? And I'm like, oh man, I said, and then at that point I've been married so long. And I'm like, I said, don't stretch them out. I'm sorry. Like I was just kind of <laughs> kidding under my breath. Did you mean to say it though? I probably didn't mean to. I, I don't know. I did. That's the problem. It's the things you I like think them a about. Lot. You think about things in your head, and yeah. then you accidentally say them out loud. I know, and because I knew they were already a little like they were like the perfect size for me, and I'm <laughs> I'm narrower than my wife. Like I'm just built differently, and I. I 
it's not getting any better. No, it is bold not. bold of you to say. Yeah. Well, you're but narrower it's, than your wife. I am. I Stop. am. I, well, no. <laughs> Kevin's like, I've been here before. Don't do this. Uh, and so that's when the fight started, okay? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. So here, we'll take yours now because I know I'm not the only one. And so if you are a wife, you can tell, you can tell on your husband right now. It's okay. But what is the time that the fight started? And we're looking for the kind of funny things. Like it's, it's like my wife is so awesome. Like she's great. Like she kind of we laughed about it. So like those funny things, not the serious. That was a knockdown drag out, you right, know. But the funny fight. Exactly the ones that you're like, oh okay, and you kind of laugh about now. Eight five five. 33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. See if you can top mine, and that's when the fight started. I don't, this one's going to be a, hard, a tough one to beat, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a pair of joggers, and my wife was like, oh, those are really cool. I'd like to try them on. And without thinking and under my breath, I said, oh, don't stretch them. And she goes, wait, what? Huh? And that's when the fight started. So that's what we're doing, and that's well, when the fight started. My husband and I were in the same situation, but it was over just the, the yoga pants that girls wear, and it was pre-marriage, so like 2012, before kids, he said, oh, I like those. Are they maternity pants? Uh, <gasps> oh, mm. oh. <laughs> and it was definitely an excuse me moment. Like, And I think I even said, I cannot believe you just said that. Josh, <laughs> if you're listening, you know this. Wow. And he loves to tell that. But we're happily married nine years. We've got two beautiful kids. We've got a great church family. We're great. I love all the disclaimers. We're happily married. We got this. We got this. But she has not forgotten this. No, and I don't blame you, <laughs> Tiffany. That was a terrible one. Now, he hasn't made any further mistakes like that, like saying dumb things like that in your marriage, right? Uh we both do. We both do. But it's all fun. Well, Tiffany, I'm really glad that I'm not the only one. So thank you. You've made me feel better today. You're good. You're safe. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, Teresa, what is your And That's When The Fight Started? Well, a couple of years ago, I had started dabbling and doing some canning. So I picked our tomatoes and... Um, I had made some homemade salsa. Well, I got my husband to try it, and he was I was like, well, how is it? Because I was really excited. And he says, well, it's good, but I've had store-bought that was better. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and after all the time you spent making it, putting love into it, I'm sure that stung a bit. <laughs> yeah, and even the kids were like, wow, Dad. So now, every time I make something, I'll say, oh, how is it? And I'll go, oh, wait, you probably had store-bought <laughs> That's great. I love that you haven't let this go. <laughs> All right, Angie, you're up, and that's when the fight started. Those funny things that you get into inside of your relationships, and before you know it, you find yourself in an argument. What's yours? When we had spats our first couple of years of marriage, Tim would always look at me and go, I am so sorry you're upset. And in my head, that was an apology, and I went on, and everything was good, and about two years in, I went, wait a minute, he's not apologizing for anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so I called him out, and uh, we've been married 35 years. So that's my disclaimer. Well, at least he got away with it for a couple years, you know? <laughs> like, he, he, that's kind of a victory for men. Yeah, when a guy <laughs> yeah, says, so- oh, I'm sorry, you're upset, there's that tone oh. in what he says that makes you feel like, Oh, he's not taking responsibility for what he said or did. He's putting the blame back on you and saying you are too sensitive. But in Guy's defense, we can't make you feel a certain way. Only you can make Please you stop. feel that way. Stop the, 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 the ridiculousness that is spewing out of your mouth. I need you to stop that right now. Uplifting Way FM, this here is The Wally Show. And you know we play a lot of great songs here at Way FM. It's not a secret, but sometimes I think, man, maybe it could be a little bit better. So I came up with this thing, What This Song Needs. It's things that I've looked at a song and in my own producer professional ability think, you know what? If we had just done this, this song could have been even bigger than it was. And it's hard to imagine that I would have that thought with a Lauren Daigle song. Uh, You know it, uh, You Say. And you might be thinking, that's the perfect song. What could this possibly need? Yeah, Lauren Daigle's got all the right people behind her. They wouldn't leave her hanging. All but one. You know what she needs? She needs Aaron Neville. I don't know much. Yes. 
Okay, see, you get it. You get it. See, a lot of uh, artists are doing collabs now. Oh, that's true. A Lauren Daigle collab with Aaron Neville would be mind-altering, okay? <laughs> and so here's the deal. I don't have the kind of pull or the money to oh, get no. Aaron Neville to come in and to uh, kind of demo this up for yeah, me. You couldn't afford him. No I, one could. I couldn't even afford his mole. And so, uh, like, <laughs> so what I did was I played the role of Aaron Neville. No way. The look of dissatisfaction right now. And, and, and it's just secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. That's what you're seeing. Okay, so I did my best to be Aaron Neville to show Lauren what it could sound like. And then if you added Aaron to it, it would be absolutely amazing. So this is what this song needs with uh, Lauren Daigle and Aaron Neville. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough. Every single lie that tells me I will never measure Someone back there with one of those blow up chickens. Yeah, the whole yeah, honk, honk, honk. I, that's what Aaron Neville sounds like. We haven't hit the chorus. Yeah, I know, it's been so good already. <laughs> Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. Now it gets big. Your best work. No, I know. It's hilarious. No, I think Gavin is a hundred percent right. Yeah, but no. I. Okay, look. I know I'm not Aaron Neville. I get that, but it's like that's what it could sound like with him on there. It could be super dope, and so I think that, that she should do super it. Super dope. I know, but it could be, and that's the whole reason we do that. What this song needs, Aaron Neville. I rest my case. Uplifting Way FM, it's the Wally Show, and I'm always nervous to take phone calls uh, right after we do something, like, because people want to weigh in and give their opinion about it, but there's no way anyone could say anything negative about my What This Song Needs, where, uh, you know, I kind of took a Lauren Daigle song, You Say, and I thought it'd be great if she had a collab with Aaron Neville, uh, and, and he sang on it with her, but we can't afford Aaron Neville, and so I did the Aaron Neville part, but, but I'm real happy with how it came out, and I think it showcases what it could be be. Reba, what do you think? You guys are cracking me up. You need to stop that song is fine the way it is. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. No, Wait, she's no. saying it's fine the way it is. It doesn't need it. No, Aaron she Neville. meant my version of what this song no, is. No, 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 no. Boy, oh. stop it. Oh, really? Oh, you thought that Lauren Daigle's version without my Aaron Neville impression was better? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Everybody in the world agrees. The, per- the song is fine the way it is. Well, I disagree. Uh, and well, you're I'm, the only one that disagrees. Who, who has a radio show and works in the industry is all I'd like to say. This guy. <laughs> Who's about to lose his job in the radio business? Don't make me turn the channel. Don't make me do it now. <laughs> hey, Reba, I appreciate you being on the show with us and getting what we're trying to do. Thank you, girl. Have a good day. Uplifting Way FM. He's wise beyond his years. I can't really tell, but it seems like he's very good. Here's Gavin. There are certain places in this world that you go to that have a certain level of etiquette expectation. If you go to a five-star restaurant, you're supposed to be on your best behavior. Yeah, don't tuck your napkin into your shirt. And no yelling or spilling. or yeah. Especially if you have kids, like you tell them to behave themselves. Usually that's at any restaurant, but especially at the places like that. Another place where that is just, where there's just obvious etiquette expected out of you is the gym. Okay, now Gavin, you do go to I a do. gym. And you, you look beautiful, by the way. Thank you. We're so proud of you. I haven't you been in a week up. or two, so thanks for... You know what? Still you're, saying that you're doing great, and and like I I get intimidated going to gyms. That's one of the reasons sure. I don't go. The other is I hate working out. <laughs> um, but like you, it seems like there's a lot of unwritten rules. 
They do have a couple rules, like don't throw towels yes. in this bin. Okay, fine. I can read that and understand that. But there's a lot of unwritten rules. Yeah, well, actually, one at my gym is that like you don't grunt super loud. No, because, it's not. Because it's like you don't want to intimidate those people who are there for like the first time, and you've got yeah. just Mr. <laughs> you know, bodybuilder over yeah. there just gym intimidation. <laughs> yeah, but like it's so funny. You're like. Come on, get another rep. We're going to get this done. And you got like 30 pounds on yeah. you. Know? <laughs> that was me at first. Yeah. Okay. So, but there are, someone put together this list of kind of like the unwritten rules that you have to, or you should follow at okay. the gym. This so, is good. If you go to a gym yeah. and maybe you don't know these yet, or you're just starting a gym membership, this could really help you or out. Or maybe you're actually guilty of a couple of these. Yeah. And, and if you can, are, stop it. So the first one was arriving late. And a lot of these have to do with like kind of like classes, classes. that you okay. take a gym. So at arriving late, it's disruptive when you walk in after class has started. So aim to get there just a few minutes early to respect everybody's time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Saving spots for late friends, going back to lateness. Mm. You don't want, you know, somebody else to miss out on an opportunity opportunity because you've taken the mat because your friend Shelby hasn't gotten there yeah. yet. Oh, Shelby's Shelby. coming. Shelby, yeah. She's going to be here. Don't worry. It's fine. She's running a little bit late. I'm sorry. That's, that mat is taken. <laughs> and then Shelby never shows. It's Always just, happens. just rude. Uh, the next one was hogging the water station. You don't actually need to fill up your entire gallon-sized water bottle <laughs> at the fountain, man. Yeah, because everybody <laughs> drinks water at the gym like you're supposed to and some of these people bring in like it looks like a keg, you know, and they fill the Huge. giant thing up and it takes an hour all right the next one was keeping your phone on so hmm. that you know you distract the class if mm. all of a sudden your you know skillet ringtone yeah. goes off in the middle of it they don't want that <laughs> and then the last one was monopolizing the instructor's time it's fine to ask oh. a couple of questions yes but if you hog that person yeah you're taking the chance away from other people who still need to learn or have questions excuse me jerry jerry am i doing it right am i do i is my form good jerry okay thank you yeah like that <laughs> those people drive me nuts you just in know life. you've never no, been in life like just anywhere we happen to be like at church like when they gotta like oh, they Lord. gotta talk to the pastor uh and i'm trying to uh, figure something out and then they got a million questions like how how do i get saved like come on man no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Lifting Way FM. This here is the Wally Show, and Kevin Hart is a comedian. And usually, comedians have pretty simple needs when it comes to their stage setup. They walk out on stage. They've got uh, a stool or a mic and a glass of water, and that's pretty much it. And then they just do their thing. But apparently, uh, Betty Rock came across this story about Kevin Hart and some of his uh, demands that he has. Correct, Rock? There is a specific stool that he wants, and it doesn't mean that he's going to bring that specific stool with him to every location on his tour. No, you have to buy that stool. So he has a brand (laughs) new one at every location. And it's a specific one. He even says in bold lettering, um, no kind of substitute is going to be accepted. Like, you have to get this specific stool. I think it, it's twofold. He might just really like that stool, uh, maybe. And the other thing is, when you have a concert promoter, and sometimes they won't do all the things that you have agreed to in the contract, and sometimes you have to put very specific things in there, and you see if they'll do that, then they're going to probably yeah. abide by the other stuff, too. Right. So I have a feeling it's almost like a test as well. Plus, Could it be. gives them an out, too. It's like, you didn't get the stool. All yeah. right, I'm out. Yeah, see that's true. you got to really read the fine print on those riders. I, oh, I would have loved to have known how much this stool cost. Like, what makes this stool so great? Well, and I looked at it. It's on Amazon. That's uh, where you oh. can buy it from. And it looks like any other stool you oh. could find. Well, that's nice that he's not like a prima donna. And no. I need like this, uh, you know, hydraulic stool with crystals and things no, like that. No, so it's just nice. a plain black wooden stool. Yeah. You can find that anywhere. Well, the thing about this is, though, celebrities and, and, and Christian artists are not exempt from this. Everybody, when they're touring, has what's called a rider. And in this rider, it goes to the promoter and it says, these are the things we want and you have to have these things. Mm-hmm. And so, and and there's a, a famous story about Doc McGee. He was Van Halen's um, manager that he put in there that they had to have M&Ms and all the green ones removed. <laughs> and the reason was, again, not to be prima donnas. They didn't have anything against green M&Ms. It was just that they had to be removed so he knew you were watching every part of this contract, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. So I am curious, okay, if you got to be a celebrity for a day, what would be in your writer? What would you demand? Um, what's her name? Oh. Uh, oh, come on. Mariah Carey is like white orchids, uh, like all throughout in every room. Yes. And there was 
someone else, I don't remember who, it could have still been Mariah Carey, but to have a whole room set aside for wigs. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you change your hair through every show, yeah. you know, and so you have to have a whole room for wigs. That's I, crazy. I was at a Stone Temple Pilots show back in the day and uh, when I was working in mainstream radio and they had to provide a vibe room for them. A vibe a room? Vibe. vibe. I room. love that. It had to be this room that was quiet, set apart. It had specific music requirements. <laughs> and stuff. It was a vibe room. Cool. And of course, knowing me, I went in and I was super loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go figure. Uh, destroyed the vibe, if you will. Uh, so what would that be for you? And, and be as extravagant or as weird, like the thing that you just love that you're like, I would like uh, 72 cans of Pringles with a small child to dip their hand in there uh, <laughs> to get them so that they will not break any of them. Yeah, the most, the the, the more ridiculous, the better, because yeah. you have to keep in mind, you're a star. You are they, a celebrity. And they want you there, so you can ask for anything. 855-33-WAY-FM. There's no judgment. We're going to indulge you here, okay? We're going to celebrate your idiosyncrasies right now. 855-33-WAY-FM. If you've got your thing that you'd have to have on your rider, we'll take it now. So if you, Josh, were getting to be a celebrity, what would be in your writer? Actually, I'm going to paint a little picture on the other side because I was the guy who had to go collect these things for these folks. And I did this for several years at a concert venue. And when you say the requests are ridiculous, they, they can be very ridiculous. Like John Winters, I remember... He wanted this specific turkey sandwich from Boston Market. <laughs> and the closest Boston Market was like four hours from where I was at. No. Oh, man, that is a bummer. But you got to go get it. You got to make it happen, Captain. Yeah, I, I mean, I would always come through with whatever they needed, no matter how ridiculous. I could see you driving four hours to go get this turkey sandwich. You're like so happy. You drive four hours back. You got eight hours round trip into this turkey sandwich. You walk up. You're like, Mr. Winters, Mr. Winters, I have your turkey sandwich. He takes one bite and goes, it's cold. You know? <laughs> it's funny that you say that because he did not eat it. <laughs> no. That's even better. That's a rock star move right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Josh, I'm so sorry. Uh, it was it was my job. You know, what are you gonna do? Well hey man, I appreciate you being on the show with us today. Thank you. Thanks, guys. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Every week we have Pastor Chad from the Prayer and Care Team and the Prayer Wall at WayFM.com come in, kind of share what's going on on the wall and remind you that if you have a prayer request, you can post your prayer request and have it prayed for and get notified that people are out there praying for you. Or you can actually go there and pray for other people, which is cool. And if you want to do both, even better. So what's going on, Pastor Chad? Yeah, this morning as I was looking on the prayer wall, I came across Josh wrote in. He just said, my family and I are going through a hard time. We work a lot and we struggle with paying bills Mm. and putting food on the table, plus health issues. We are asking for healing and debt relief and to have a better year. I listen to Way FM every day and it helps me with my temper. Oh, that's good. Uh, Yeah, Way FM, if you take like our 21-day challenge Mm -hmm. where you just commit to listening every day, I'm telling you, when you just completely inundate yourself with the truth of God, the peace of God, the hope of God, it does make a difference because what you put in under times of stress is what comes out ultimately. And so if you're doing Way FM, that's a good thing. And I think sometimes the there's like a disconnect. Like we believe that if we do good things, good things will happen back right. to us. And this was just a reminder. Here's someone who's listening to Way FM. He's posting on the prayer wall and yet still struggling in life. It, it, it kind of reminded me, I, I was in um, Psalm 119 this morning as I was doing my own Bible reading. This this verse came up um, for me in my life, and I just thought this would be a great encouragement to anyone there where um, the verse says, Look upon my sufferings and rescue me, for I have not forgotten your instructions. Mm-hmm. So here's someone who who is... The psalmist is saying, I am I am connected with your teaching, God. I am following you. Look upon my suffering. I'm still suffering, but right. rescue me. And so there's not always a promise that life is going to be good and perfect. But the reality is, like, we do need the Lord and we do need that encouragement. So coming to the scripture right there, coming to the prayer wall is another great way to find comfort and encouragement from those who are just 
looking to pray for you. This morning, one request had 27 people prayed that's for awesome. it. That's awesome. See, that's the thing. A lot of times people tend to feel alone or isolated. Yeah. And even as connected as we are with digital stuff and social media, you can still feel really alone. It's really cool because I've posted things on the prayer wall before. And you're going about your day and all of a sudden you get a notification. Ding! And it's not an annoying text or it's not uh, something you don't want to deal with. Yeah. It's not a game on your phone. And it's actually somebody going, hey, I prayed for you. And mm-hmm. and it just it's a really cool reminder that you're not alone and that God is in this with you and that he does see your suffering even though there are times you don't feel that you know and and I think the music from way FM also yeah. people don't realize how the music hits at the right time and one thing our team does if you've received an email from myself or Pastor Dave or others who are writing on behalf of way FM we like to share songs that we're playing right now because they minister to the heart and even this morning as I was driving in we were playing same God by elevation worship it just says you are the God of Jacob Moses yeah. Mary David you heard your children then you hear your children now Oh, God, I need you. There you go. That's a great reminder. So definitely put that one on repeat. Listen to Way FM and uh, get that in your soul. And Pastor Chad, thank you for being on with us. As always, you can check out the prayer wall at wayfm.com. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face. Face, and she was just happy to be there, just happy to be with us. And it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there. <laughs> because of my sponsorship for Vivian through Compassion, I'm able to write letters back and forth with her. I'm now getting updated photos. And now I think she's even taller than me, which is crazy to think. But I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food, clean water, and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible. And I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. If it's trending, streaming or starring, Betty Rock's got it. Betty Rock's got it. On the Rock Report. Hey Betty. The 2022 Nielsen streaming charts were released recently. They rank what TV shows and movies were most streamed in the year. So here's what we found out. And this is all about from 2022. So keep that in mind. These are the top TV shows that were streamed. Also, I'm going to tell you how many minutes they were viewed. Oh, okay, good. I love this. Okay, we're starting with, and these are the top three, which is just crazy to me. Bluey. What? Top three. Man, it had so good. it had in the span of the year twenty one point one billion minutes billion? viewed. Wow, that's a lot, and it deserves every one of them. Like it's <laughs> it's a kids cartoon, but it's done and it's written so that adults can enjoy it. Like this this cartoon makes me genuinely laugh. But I think another thing to point out too is that each episode is maybe seven eight minutes yep. long, yep, and quick. so to view twenty one point one billion minutes of You've it, that means you're watching it over and over. I had friends of mine that have kids that got me turned on to it, and like Gavin doesn't even have kids, and he watches. It. <laughs> I love that show, and it's like an Australian yeah. TV show. We're going to have a bunch of little kids with Australian accents oh, moving forward now. It's kind of like Peppa Pig. I was like, Peppa Pig. <laughs> Another show that made that list was NCIS at 38.1 billion minutes. Man, that is a lot. A lot. Wow. a lot of murder. And then, <laughs> and then at the top is at 52 billion minutes, Stranger Things. Really? Oh, wow. Yes, and I was right there with it. I took up some of those minutes because I saw all four. Really? I watched one and was out. Like, I lost, I lost. uh, So surprising. Yeah, I don't like that kind of show a whole lot. Yeah, it's it's surprising because it's based in the 80s and you love the 80s. Yeah, I could watch a show just with the 80s, but it (laughs) it was just weird to me. Uh, Now we're going to go to movies. So the top movies that were streamed. Sing 2 had 11.3 billion minutes. I got to tell you, I don't hate the Sing I franchise. S- I never saw it. Yeah, I, d- I genuinely liked the Sing uh, uh, movies. I liked one, and I actually liked two as well. But it's a kid's movie. Yeah. Well, second was Turning Red, another kid's movie. That oh, one I hated. That one was 
bad. That was a Disney one that was a fl- like, it was a flop. It was so bad. It got 11.4 billion minutes. Really not worth it. And then come <laughs> coming in at number one in leaps and bounds, 27.4 billion minutes viewed is in Kanto. Oh, nice. I had to watch this one twice for it to like grow on me. Like the first pass, I was like, and then I got to where I liked it a little bit better. Yeah, because I've only seen it once, and I was like, eh. That's where I was the first. The second time I saw it, I was like, okay. Maybe it could be the same for Turning Red. No, uh-uh. There's no <laughs> saving that one, man. I'm telling you. That was a disaster. All right, that's going to do it for your rock report. Thank you so much, Lady Rock. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Great Scott. Now I need your help to get back in time. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. It's another Friday, which means another trip in the time machine back in time for Flashback Friday. And today our pilot is Netra, which rhymes with Petra, which would be good. Could you turn that on? Could you put that on the radio, please? It's, 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 yeah, hit, hit number one there, Netra. That'd be great. It's, I've got them all preset. It's, it's Petra all the time here on the time machine. Um, so uh, have you ever been in a time machine before, Netra? Uh, no, I okay. can't say that I have. Well, the service is horrible. It's not first class. I will give you that. But we're glad to have you here. We will offer you snacks uh, like in the form of a peanut later. We're on a budget. <laughs> and it's one that he found on the floor earlier. So Sounds great. Okay, perfect. Just consider yourself on vacation right now. Enjoy that peanut. Chew it slowly. Um, but uh, all you have to do is tell us what song you want to hear, and we'll go back in time to it. My song I would want to hear is Mercy Me, Even If. Even if by mercy me, what year do I have to set the time machine back to, Rock? We're going back to 2017, which isn't too far back. It was actually the year that the solar eclipse happened. Remember that? I do remember that. I remember we all went and watched it together. Yes, and they were selling the solar eclipse uh, glasses, and they were telling everybody, you can't use your sunglasses. It's not the same. You have to have these special glasses. Well, Netra, why do you want to hear Mercy Me Even If? Well... I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> I lost my husband in 2014 from cancer. How long had you guys been married? 21 years. Oh, wow. Yes. And it was a dark time for me, you know, and I I didn't do anything. I just sat in my room and I listened to AFM. And now thinking about it, none of the songs, like you just listen to music, you know, you don't really take it in. And when that song came on, it was like God speaking to me, and it gave me peace, and it, and it helped me understand what I was going through. And so I got off of Way FM because the music just, if you listen to the lyrics, it's God speaking to you, and, and I'm grateful for that. I really respect people that, like you, Netra, who can go through something. Because when people tell a story, and they're like, my husband was sick, and we prayed, and he was healed. Yeah, of course they right. feel good. Yes, I get it. But when people are like, you know what? God is good, and my husband was sick, he had cancer, and he passed away, but God is still good. That's the yeah. story that resonates with me, and I think it resonates with a lot of people. Netra, what kind of advice would you give to someone who may be going through a similar situation right now? Oh my gosh. Listen to Way FM and listen to the lyrics of the songs that you guys play because it, it will touch your heart. It will give you peace. Well, this song is a great song for anyone going through something that's trying to find their way through it and still see that God is good. It's Even If by Mercy Me. And this is Netra's selection all the way back to 2017 here on Flashback Friday. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be alright. People, please! Uplifting Way FM, this is The Wally Show, and the older I get, the more I've uh, less of a filter and more frustrated by things in life that you're like, where did we lose our common sense in this world? <laughs> uh, apparently, the city of Philadelphia is so desperate to find lifeguards that they are willing to consider candidates who cannot swim to be lifeguards. 
That's not desperate times yeah. call for desperate. What are they going to do? They don't want to discriminate against anybody. We're so woke. Yeah, like I, I identify as a non-swimmer, so you have to still hire me. Like it's just ridiculous. They're offering sweet free swim lessons to anyone who will commit to testing their lifeguard program this summer. So let's let's go through this for a minute. How this could actually play out. You go from not being a swimmer at all mm-hmm. to learning how to swim in a pool with floaties, uh, you know, as an adult, to then being thrown into the deep end literally when somebody starts drowning. You, as a barely new swimmer, have to then swim out yeah. and save somebody, to which then you are going to start drowning, to which then they're going to chuck another barely new swimmer in there <laughs> and they're going to go out and try to save somebody. Now you got three people drowning <laughs> and you've got to go get a regular lifeguard, a real one that spent time training for this, to come out and rescue all three of you. I mean, when you put it that way, yeah. it's not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I. Like I just, it's, there are certain people too. I don't want like learning on the job. Doctors. I don't want a doctor that's like, well, I've never really done this before, but we'll just figure it out. We'll see how it goes. I've watched a YouTube video. You know. I mean- I know, and and I put lifeguards in that same category, man. Like yeah, I want but, them to know. But the thing is, is if let's say you're drowning, yeah. you would want at least someone who has recently learned how to swim. Besides, no one. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I might, no one might be better than that case. Because it'd be so embarrassing, you know? It'd be so embarrassing. To, to, get, like, like, to be in, now wow. in trouble by all these people. <laughs> wow. I, I, mean, I guess if they could swim out a floaty to me, you know? Okay, you've done your job. So nicely done. But it's just, again, it's these things in life that you're like, okay, People, please let's yeah. let's 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 step back for a minute. I know hiring is tough right now, yeah. uh, but this is not the way to go with this. <laughs> Uplifting way FM. This is the Wally Show, and recently Betty Rock came across this "How likable are you?" quiz, and we like these kind of things on the show. It's kind of fun to do a little self evaluation. So we had all taken it, and some of us were surprised by our uh, percentage of likability. Betty Rock negatively surprised. <laughs> Yeah, so it turns out that Wally is 42% likable. Gavin is 67% likable. Thought it'd be higher. I thought mine would be higher. I was only at 60%. Yeah, Yeah, you guys both were like, man, I'm depressed. I didn't come in as high as I thought. And I'm like, 42, that's a win. (laughs) Uh, And so, but then Betty came up with a really good idea. She goes, all right, well, why don't we take the test for each other and see how we score? Like, so I took it for Gavin. And uh, wanted to see, like, if, if I was answering my perception of Gavin to all of these questions. You know, like, I'm happy with my station in life. I put agree. Like, because he seems very content. Yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely. So that's accurate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I accept my personality, looks, and intelligence the way they are without becoming jealous of others. I put strongly agree. Mm. Mm. Actually, though. <laughs> what? I'm actually more in the... Like neutral area. Really? I play the compare game like quite a bit to the okay. point people that I'm like, I wish I looked fitter. I wish I was taller. Really? Okay. I protect myself by keeping uh, people in the dark about my motives. I put strongly agree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's mine. So <laughs> that anyway, I went through all these. Gavin, uh, me answering for you, what percentage do you think I came in at? I have a feeling that I went high. I got higher when you took it. But higher not, than 67. Yeah, okay. but not, not drastically. I'd say like 74. Oh. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, you came out 86%. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. like, so I have a very high opinion of your likability for oh. sure. Wow. So, yeah, 86%. 86. That's, that's big. And your highest ranking was friendliness. Like, that okay. was what, yeah. what, what came in the most. Well done. Now, Gavin, you oh, cool. uh, took the time to do uh, Betty Rocks. I did, yes. And she did end up getting a lot higher okay. than... So when I took the quiz, I gave myself 60%. That's yes, what it came out to. So you did. And there were you know, categories for you know things that were like rated higher. You're... Well, you were on yourself. You were pretty low on like the honesty scale. Mm-hmm. I had you pretty high on oh. the honesty scale. Does that mean okay. I fooled him? <laughs> yeah, potentially. It means it's how he perceives you, you know, yeah. or how he thinks you perceive yourself. So, what did she go up from sixty? What percent? To sixty percent. Sixty percent. What, in your opinion of Betty Rock, what did she go up to? She increased thirteen percentage points to seventy-three percent. Okay, All right. that's not okay. bad. That's not bad. Yeah, I, I think you're super likable. I do too. Like, I, I think most people think you're really likable. Until they know you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now Betty Rock, (laughs) Betty Rock did mine, and uh, let's see if I went up or not from my uh, 42% original rating. (laughs) And we'll do that here in 10 on the Wally Show. 
uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and uh, we are going through this likability test that Betty Rock had found, and you posted this, right, Rock? I did. You can find it if you go to facebook.com slash Wally Show. We've got it on our wall there, so you can see how likable you are as now, a person. The thing about this is you can take the test for yourself, but Betty Rock came up with the idea for us to take it for each other to see if uh, we came out higher, like our perceptions of the other people was better. And so far, Gavin uh, took it himself, and was it a 67? I took it for Gavin, and he went up to an 86. So I think he's super likable. Yeah, Uh, and I took it for myself. I got a 60%, but when Gavin took it for me, it was 73%. Nice. Okay, so how'd I do? Because I came in at a whopping 42% (laughs) when I took it for me. Really low. But at least I'm honest. So here's what happened. I took the quiz, and I took it for how I think you come across to others compared to how you come across to Gavin and I. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go with how I come across to you and Gavin first. Okay, so in that quiz, you came pretty good. Oh. You got really high marks on kindness nice. as well as honesty. See, the people I love in my life, I love them deep. And you came out to a 63% wow. of likability. I just got up to Gavin's baseline, you know? <laughs> yeah, which I thought was pretty good. That's not bad. Now, when it comes to how you probably come across to those outside of Gavin and I. Our little core, because everybody else doesn't understand me the way that you guys understand me and hasn't spent the time with me. They that see you guys more of did. a bristled version of you. They see the abridged version, like, because I don't have time to spend with a lot of people, like, here at work. And so, like, we just, what do you mean, wow? Like, Sorry. He's th- reading the results. We just have quick interactions, and so I could be a little more business-like. That's true. When it comes to that side of the quiz, um, you got high, when I say high marks, I'm saying they barely made it. But they are high, <laughs> the highest, in honesty. Because okay. you can be brutally honest well, with people. In my original assessment of myself, where I got a 42% uh, <laughs> and proud of it, uh, that <laughs> is that was my my original was I, str- I come really high in honest. Yeah. So, in that quiz, the lowest, let me say, was friendliness. Yes, and that's true because, like, I like, uh, like at work. I'm just trying to get my job done. You yeah, know? and you don't care to have chit chats no. with anyone. I, I yeah, I really don't like. I'm I'm friendly like to listeners that like because they yeah. keep us doing what we do. But, I love. But outside that of that, correct. Anyone else you work with? Yeah, twenty five percent. Nice. <laughs> That is so good. Can you do me no, a favor? Can tw- you no put that in an email? Do a company wide email and what? send that to everybody. And go, uh, two two reasons. One, hey, it explains like maybe why Wally doesn't spend a lot of time with you socially because he just scores really low in this. And two, leave him alone. Like <laughs> like if you could do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. It's for your well being. Thank you, Rock. <laughs> Well, the podcast is over, but there's still the aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes as well as connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.